Welcome to Learned Lag, the podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm George. And I'm Amanda. George and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 31 for George and season 27 for me. This is day 8 of season 99. The first question asks us, essentially, what TV show had the characters Rob Petrie and Buddy Sorrell? Right, and notes they were based on Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks uh, originally, and... Uh, once I saw the name Rob Petrie, I figured this had to be the Dick Van Dyke show. Um, and what the question doesn't mention is that Mary Tyler Moore played Dick Van Dyke's or Rob Petrie's wife on the show and was very funny, as were all of the players, of course. Um, but this was a sitcom that I saw a good bit in reruns um, as a kid. Uh, it would be on... I don't know, Nick at Night or something yeah, similar. Yeah, I feel like it was a staple of Nick at Night. Yeah, and it it's it is really just a classic. Like it, the, that's the perfect word for it um, in the question. Um, and of course, Dick Van Dyke went on to do lots of other different things. Um, but uh, you know, this was just uh, where a lot of uh, I don't know comedy tropes I think oh, yeah. were kind of worked out, and it's just. It's lots of fun. Even as a kid, I felt like I could tell, you know, I this isn't from my time, but like I, I get why this was so great. So mm-hmm. um, I put down the Dick Van Dyke show. Uh, yeah, same. Uh, as I was reading the, uh, the question, I was thinking, oh, is this going to be about the 2,000-year-old man? <laughs> yeah, right. To, oh, right. characters in. Okay, <laughs> no, no, this is D- Dick Van Dyke show. And uh, I had known, obviously, that uh, Rob Petrie was Carl Reiner. Mm-hmm. All along. Mm-hmm. And Reiner, of course, was on the show as, uh, I've forgotten the name of the, uh, the, the tyrannical show host. Oh, right. Um, who was, I, I think, based primarily on Milton Berle. Um, sure. But I did not know that Mel Brooks was the inspiration for Buddy. Oh, okay. Um, so that was fun to learn today. Yeah, indeed. But yes, I also said The Dick Van Dyke Show. And that was, of course, correct. Question two asks us for the name of the serial that is kid-tested, mother-approved. Kix. K-I-X. Yep. That's, yeah. <laughs> As if it needed to be nerfed out further for us Gen Xers. Uh, it's mentioned that there's like a hair metal band that has the same name, and I do faintly remember them. They were like sub-warrant level... Uh, quality and popularity so um yeah i dimly remember that they were a thing and couldn't identify anything about them or any songs or anything like that no i i definitely couldn't sort them out of the the general uh unwashed mass of of uh hair metal bands of the time so but yeah i also put down kicks k-i-x because both of those things were just fastballs down the middle at well, I'm not sure I would have, like I said, picked kicks out of a lineup if they gave titles of the songs. Mm-hmm. But um, the two things together, well, really the one thing plus the other thing to confirm it. <laughs> yeah, I, I could have had it without any of the, the band in it. Yes. Yeah, Contested Mother Approved, that's kicks. Yep. Sure I didn't is. know it was that old. I would have said it was only slightly younger than us, but. Yeah, I would have said 70s or something like that yeah. for its introduction. That is interesting to know. Um, so, yep, that's a little fun fact to know. And Kix was correct. Indeed. Question two asks us for either version of the name of the duo of Allison Moyet and Vince Clark. 
Yeah, this one um, is yet another Gen X staple um, in a lot of ways. Um, this was a, well, uh, the eventual correct answer that I came to is uh, definitely had a classic with Upstairs at Eric's and um, Move Out was the song that they were best oh, okay. known for. Okay. But um, I waffled a little bit uh, between Yaz, who I knew came out in that era and who sounded like the right... Um, like that, that sort of sounded just a little more right to me, but I also thought of Thompson Twins, mm. you know, noting that this was emphasized as being a duo and, you know, similar type of 80s synth, you know, dance music kind of um, vibe to them. Um, and the thing that really tipped it for Yaz to me is um, the full name by which they were known in England or their shortened name by which they were known in the U.S., mm -hmm. um, and I faintly remembered, like, I couldn't figure out how that would work for Thompson Twins, like the Thompson Twins right. versus Thompson Twins. Um, so I went back to Yaz because I faintly remembered that they were known as something to do with Yazoo or some longer phrase or something that, you know, was um, uh, extended from Yaz. And hmm. so I that's what I ended up putting down. Uh, yeah, it's never really lodged in my memory hmm. back then. Um, not sure why, but hmm. yeah, I just, I, I never would have come up with this. I couldn't think of who it might be. I tried coming at it from the other direction of, okay, a band that had a longer name in the U.S. or a longer name in England. And, you know, I figured it would be something like, oh, there was already an American band with that name uh, or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. but couldn't think of any that fit that. I knew some that had gone the other way. I believe Bush in either the UK or Canada is known as Bush X. Oh, wow. Much later, of course, so that didn't help anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I just, uh, I, I, w I was thinking, like, was it, like, special beat, and then they were, like, the specials mm. or something like that, or there was, like, a... Special Beat UK or something that they had to be known as somewhere. I just, ah. That didn't really land for me. So finally I just thought, well, maybe ELO, Electric mm. Light Orchestra. Okay. Because um, obviously they're you know, known mostly as, as that, but also very much known as, just as ELO. Sure. And I thought, well, maybe that was because of a copyright dispute or the like. Hmm. Um, and couldn't really think of any reason it wasn't ELO. I didn't think that I didn't think they were synth pop kind of that sort of thing, but mm -hmm. couldn't really land on anything that else that they were mm -hmm. and had no other answer in my back pocket. So I finally just went with ELO. Okay. Uh the correct answer was Yaz or Yazoo as they were apparently known in England. Um so that's uh yeah a little bit of pop music backdrop that I now will remember better maybe. Mm-hmm. Question four asks us, um, what novel was adapted into a 1968 TV uh, version starring George Siegel, uh, Nicole Williamson, and Joey Heatherton? George and Lenny, this has got to be Of Mice and Men, right? Yeah. That's all I could think of. The only thing that kind of made me, uh, made me worried that that wasn't correct was I was kind of under the impression it was a novella. Uh -huh. I don't remember why, uh, but 
that wasn't enough to derail it for me. So I just sure. proceeded with Of Mice and Men. Yeah, I uh, had the same line of thinking, but without the qualm. Um, that was really the only uh, uh, thing that I could think of that would have George and Lenny in it. Um, a book that I haven't read, I might add, mm. um, but I have heard enough about it to know those character names pretty well. And so I also put down Of Mice and Men. And that was correct. Question five. <laughs> Obomike, Lloyd, Stewart, Plum, Wilson, Young, Ionescu, Collier, Howard, and whom? Right. Also and, the name of a city. And notes that it's a an chronological list, um, which really, I couldn't pick any particular you know, name or a couple of names out of here as distinctive to anything that I could think of. Um, and so I went about it from the other direction, which is think of a bunch of city names mm. and see which one sounds like a good last name. Uh -huh. um, and I finally came around to Austin. Um, mm. I, I had considered just all sorts of ones and figured, you know, it would be something that ended with ton because that's kind of like how a lot of last names also um, kind of work. Like you're, you're not going to, this isn't going to be, you know, John Seattle or mm. um, Trenton, you know, Nathan Detroit, uh, something mm -hmm. like that. Like it's, it's going to be something that is mm -hmm. recognizable as a last name, I guess. Um, or at least that's what my thinking about it. And so I eventually came to Austin and I thought, yeah, that sounds like a good, you know, definitely uh, sort of comprehensible as a last name, mm -hmm. but definitely also a city mm -hmm. um, that's, you know, it's the capital of Texas. So sure, let's go with that. So I, I was 75% of the way to this one, <laughs> but I was never going to get the other 25%. Mm. Uh, as I'm looking at it, I'm thinking like, okay, is this like some kind of cabinet member mm. uh and thought maybe except i feel like i would have remembered a cabinet member with a very african sounding name especially yeah. given that this was chronological and they listed one two three four five six seven eight nine ten ten names and one on an 11th mm -hmm. that that if it was cabinet members then it would have been somebody from like the 70s minimum and i definitely would have remembered that as a name of a cabinet member from the 70s. Yeah. If it were something that kind of ostentatiously African. Right. Identifiably African. Uh, so then I, I looked at it more and I thought, well, what what's a name of list that's mostly uh, kind of standard European uh, waspish sort of names, but also has an identifiably African and an identifiably Eastern European one? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I thought, basketball. Yeah. But that didn't help me because I couldn't identify <laughs> any of the players other than that. Right. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So I figured, well, it can't be like famous basketball players because you know, other than like the, the last one given was Howard. I thought, well, maybe it's Dwight Howard. Mm. What's a list that would have Dwight Howard as the second to most recent entry? Nothing floated to mind that wouldn't have included other. Like it's clearly not like somebody who holds a record in the NBA that sure. Dwight Howard may have just recently surpassed. Like there was one last season or season before that was like the 
<laughs> turned out to be a list of the leading scorers mm-hmm. in NBA mm-hmm. history. Right. Um, but yeah, I just, so I couldn't land on anything. And I also had to come at it from the other direction and think of a city name that could be a last name. And the one I landed on was Paris. Okay. The correct answer is Boston. Boston. Yeah. It was at least rhyming with Mm -hmm. the correct answer there. And Boston as a city name crossed my mind because Mm -hmm. I was looking for, I figured it would be a city that is kind of prominent at least. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and, and some of the top ones, like it's not going to be New York or Los Angeles, mm-hmm. it's not going to probably be Chicago. Mm-hmm. Although I did consider that for like mm, Judy maybe. Chicago, if there was a, you know, list of artists who were, right. you know, uh, uh, artists in residence or, oh, yeah. um, poet laureates or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and so I did think of it that way sure. as well, but it didn't, uh. Didn't prove very fruitful. Yeah. Uh, basketball occurred to me too with the Howard and uh, Ionescu, but um, yeah, I just I don't have that level of knowledge to get yeah. there. Yeah. Because um, as it turns out, what this is is WNBA first uh, number one draft picks. Right. And that's all of them from the history of the WNBA. Yeah. Which you could have told me that, and I wouldn't. <laughs> have been, I wouldn't have been able to get to Boston. Yeah. I probably would not have been able to get any of these names if you just told me, give me any of the 11 number one draft picks in WNBA <laughs> history. I yeah. don't think I would have gotten to it, any of them. Yeah, that's Maybe fair. Maybe eventually, I believe, Sabrina Ionescu. Mm. But even that, like if you gave me a list of 20 names and said, you know, which of these were, mm-hmm. I might have been able to pick her out. But that's it. Yeah. Yep, I think this one's going to play tough. Yeah. I did score it as a three for both opponents. And finally, question six asks us, um, what lake is near a cultural, artistic, and religious center from around uh, 100 to 1,000 common era, um, a site known as Tijuanaco or Tijuanaku? Modern-day Bolivia. A lake in Bolivia is Titicaca. Yeah. That's all I know of it. Yeah, that's what I figured about it. I I don't think I even had that set down in memory super well, but South American Lake is mm. about is 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 uh, pinpoint as it gets for me. Um, so I also put down uh, Titicaca. Reasonable, and that was correct. Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah, leaving me with five out of six on the day, which is uh, okay. Um, I never like missing a sports question because everybody's going to put a three on it. If they know what it's asking, that's yeah. the The obscurity of it may actually uh, may actually benefit. I think a lot of people because I can hope. <laughs> I, I feel like probably a lot of people uh, subscribe, if not consciously, to Josh Tiger Hill's uh-huh. uh, maxim that you never hang the three on something you don't know. Mm. Um. So, and and especially one like that where I bet a bunch of people. I, I figured there was maybe two or three percent of learned leaguers who said, "Oh, this is WNBA number one draft picks." Yeah. Damn it! Who was the last one? I don't know it. <laughs> you know, that's so. I I feel like the number who got the pattern but didn't know it is going to be vanishingly small, and especially compared to the number of people who had absolutely no idea what the category even was. Mm-hmm. 
So there's going to be a lot of people, I think, who look at it and say, okay, this is probably going to be end up being like secretaries of transportation or some nonsense. <laughs> and my opponent's really good at American history, so I clearly can't three it. Right. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I I definitely put the three just because it was so opaque to me. Like I, none of it rang a bell real strongly at all. Um, and so, um, that that that'll be the question is, you know, what category does the person scoring think it is? Mm -hmm. um, so I can hope that I'll only lose two points, maybe. <laughs> um, I'd be surprised if if anybody scored any of these other ones very high for me although geography is not super great for me so maybe i'll get a little bit there but um i certainly i mean like i said i put the three on it for both opponents not knowing what the category was um and feeling pretty justified in that yep just because because wow that is pretty specific reasonable so and you were at four four yeah. Oh, well. I think there's a couple here that play hard, so yeah. I wouldn't say I'm hopeful, but I'm mm -hmm. I'm not pessimistic. Yeah, I think the Dick Van Dyke show will be an interesting one to see who's mm. in that Nick at Night demo with, uh, yeah. um, with their knowledge of that one, because, um, yeah, that's definitely dancing around the most famous parts of the show, which were Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore being on mm. it. Yep. So, uh, we can but hope. It's it's hard to say what you know what classic sitcom did Dick Van Dyke star in, without yeah. kind of leaning it. A few. So, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, I, and but I, I do think a couple of these are easier too. Like the the geography one is not hard, really, especially not hard to guess. Um, of mice and men is probably pretty pretty clear if you recognize those character names. Mm -hmm. Uh, yes, might play a little tougher, I guess. Mm -hmm. I really expected that more of our friends would get that right off the bat, and uh, I guess not. It was, you know, it maybe it was just my dorm mates who played it a bunch uh, across the hall from me. So um, yeah, even recognizing the songs, I just yeah, it just didn't penetrate mm -hmm. my, into my brain as the people who made that song. Yeah, and also I always think of them as sort of like. Yaz is the name of the lead singer or something, sure. as opposed to, you know, the name of a duo that put this album out. Mm -hmm. Like, I think of them as a group, first of all, and I think of Yaz as being like the, you know, that's designated the lead singer, um, but the group is named after them. Mm -hmm. um, not the case, apparently. Nope. So um, glad that I kind of didn't let that stop me. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. So that's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis. Follow us on Blue Sky at Learned Lag without the vowels now. And remember, don't forfeit. Don't cheat. <laughs>